Hey guys, we're back with another episode of the Touch of Gloves podcast. I'm Jed. I'm Jace. And this week we'll be running through UFC 249, which I think we can say was an emphatic success. It happened. It happened. <laughs> it, it happened. Yeah. Uh, and it was it was great. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. There's like some you know some things surrounding it that are causing some people to to complain. Uh, but in terms of the the fights themselves, I think as, as a, card, as a yeah. exactly yeah as a card really delivered. Um, I had an absolute blast staying up and watching it. Um, mm. And we changed one of our bets, uh, and we did all right. We we did all right. Prelims, we we got everything right. The uh, ESPN prelims, we got everything right, and then the main event threw us for a for a wobbler, as it did. Many <laughs> yeah, people, I'm sure. Exactly. Uh, yeah, the, the crowd thing as well surprised me. It didn't actually have that much of an impact when I was about watching. About to ask you, yeah, about to ask mm. you about that. Like, what did you think? Yeah, would you be happy to to carry on like that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, me yeah. too. I think as much uh, as it was missed, it wasn't. It, yeah, like, it wasn't as missed as I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be because um, I never really saw the 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 cards before. Um, complete lockdown and and the, and on all the cards getting cancelled, so I didn't really have. The live, uh, mm, yeah. all I saw was highlights. But actually watching this this whole thing live, it kind of, uh, mm-hmm. it kind of, yeah, it was fine. Yeah, Apart from I mean, obviously the things surrounding like Sosa and all that, I kind of can't see an issue with it. Yeah, I mean the only thing for me um, that I was like, oh, I don't know entirely how I feel about that is two of the fighters, one on the main card, uh, which is Greg Hardy. And one on the prelims, which was Carla Esparza, attributed their win to being able to hear Daniel Cormier's commentary. Oh, yeah. Changing their game plan accordingly. Mm. And I'm like, I guess that's fine. I mean, it's not massively different than your corner telling you something. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I was like, oh, that's a that's a bit weird. Like, <laughs> OK. Uh, also, now we're just talking about it. Greg Hardy, one of the things he said was that Daniel Cormier was telling him to to check leg kicks. Oh, I mean, yeah, if, yeah, If yeah. you get kicked in the leg, right, and you and your corner don't have the thought or the capacity <laughs> to go, take the commentator. Yeah. yeah, if it takes the commentator to get you to clue into that, uh, <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe get your corner. Um, but yeah, Carlos Barza, obviously, we, we wanted Michelle to win. So I was kind of like, ah, bloody hell. Mm. um but yeah other than that i'd say the only other thing that kind of felt a bit weird with the absence of a crowd was the Nganu knockout where yeah yeah that, there was, that, that, yeah, that was definitely bit. yeah uh, and instead it kind of made it feel closer to what it actually was which was a vicious i know like just beating i felt, felt there'd be a no crowd just kind Idiot. of oh my god it felt horrific yeah. Yeah, that's I mean? what I mean. Yeah, no I mean. cheers or anything. It just felt like shot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. mic drop, wasn't it? Just like yeah, silence. exactly. Um, yeah. But overall, I think it was a success. Uh, I don't know if I want to go too much into the negative surrounding it. Have you heard about the the contracts they all have to sign? Uh, the waivers, yeah. Yeah, the waivers. Mm. That they can't like they can't, they can't slag the, uh, the UFC off in any UFC way, shape, off. form. They can't the sue if someone was to get it. If someone in their family was to die from it and it was traced back to them, they mm. they signed away the right that anyone in their family could sue. 
yeah they can't even criticize the safety protocol and things exactly like Like they said um we reserve the right essentially to take away the entire fight purse uh which is just mental um but at the same time like if that's what they need to do to put them on they probably yeah or anyway so i guess it was just kind of a yeah i don't really know uh i mean that's not just what they had to do to make it happen exactly like that would it have happened i don't know the insurance companies or whatever they probably wouldn't have uh and you hope that that go ahead they're gonna learn from it in this the Sousa situation you'd hope they'd learn from it because when it was kind of revealed that um before he was tested so he arrived when they were doing the whole swab up the nose thing they asked him if he's come into contact with anyone who has it and he was like oh yeah one of my family has it and at that point you're thinking Mm. Why are they not asking this before? Why are they not yeah, asking right? these people before they got on a plane and then asking that question? <laughs> um, so, yeah, going forward, the, the card's going to happen. Hopefully it just gets better and better. Um, but overall, I just it was fucking great just to have it back. Obviously, me and you were on um, uh, Skype or Discord or whatever the hell we were on, uh, and it was just great to talk through fights live. Uh, and there's just... There's a reason they fight the fights, which we'll mainly go into for the main event, which I think a lot of people kind of thought was a done deal. And it was just great to be reminded of that because it's one thing to just talk hypothetically. It's another to see an actual fight happening before your eyes with all the drama that unfolds with that. Uh, Yeah, I just thought it was great. Um, Mm. Although we only have one fight pass between us. So the fight pass card, I had to listen to to you doing live running commentary yeah live commentary (laughs) yeah Uh, very descriptive the uh the bryce mitchell fight sounded insane uh but obviously i didn't see it so i'll I'll let you talk about it yeah the ryan span fight was good but it was the bryce mitchell fight i enjoyed the most commentating that was great um it was really easy bryce mitchell was absolutely dominating rosa i've never seen a performance like it like rosa's no slouch on the ground he's a black belt Mm um and bryce mitchell just it made made him look like I was fighting him. <laughs> he just didn't have a clue. Bryce Mitchell is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And um, I jokingly said to you, like when when the fight finished, I was like, every round could be a ten eight easily. Yeah, and you were like, got... what? Yeah. And I was like, no, no. Generally, like he absolutely dominated him. He got he tried. He was playing around with him. He was trying so hard. He probably did about nine attempts at getting the twister. Well, that's it. And, like, I thought you were joking about that. Around. Yeah. No, he was like, just well, toying with him. not true. I was yeah. like, there's only been like two or twister attemp- attempts. <laughs> yeah. He was just there like, no, that's not working. I'll try yeah, this. Yeah. Oh, that's not working. I'll try yeah. that. And you're like, how is this guy giving him the opportunity to do any of this? Yeah, and um, it turned out the judges scored it. 10 8 almost yeah. every round i couldn't believe it it was uh Fair play to him, man. yeah you couldn't yell you like you said you couldn't have a better performance without finishing someone that's as yeah. good as you're gonna get 10 8 every round yeah exactly yeah um yeah that was brilliant that guy is one to watch he's gonna be superb going forward yeah uh, and he's so young as well isn't he so he's only gonna get better yeah exactly yeah which is really cool um but yeah that was the end of the um the fight pass ones uh, because obviously Sousa dropped out. So that pushed Luke versus Nico Price onto the ESPN card. Yeah. And well, that was super. That was a great fight. Obviously that was the first one I saw and my adrenaline was just spiking. I was like, mm-hmm. this is what you want. Um, two just wild guys. Luke's chin is insane. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just, yeah. Crazy back and forth. 
uh and then obviously the damage to the eye was really bad for yeah price uh so yeah they, they stepped in and, and stopped it mm-hmm. uh i had absolutely no problem with the stoppage um but yeah great fight to kick off espn which would be you know what most people were watching so i imagine that got the highest viewership um i think i saw a tweet from from i think it may have been bt sports saying like imagine if because there's no live sports on do you think you know what i'm going to give this ufc thing a try and that's yeah. your introduction to the sport you're a fan for life after that like oh exactly yeah yeah great. i'm glad it went that way around <laughs> apart yeah. from the next because when we lead on to the next fight that was a bit of a stinker that was that the um carlos barza fight was it that's right yeah i said to you is it just because it's followed that luke fight that this is quite boring but, <laughs> yeah um yeah no that was like you, you put you hit the nail on the head when you said that this is just looks like a sparring match between the two of them yeah it didn't really seem like they wanted to hurt each other too badly they're both uh, fighting to not lose yeah yeah um uh, walterson was doing that really frustrating thing where she jabs from a like a mile away mm-hmm. and you're like well either get in range or don't even throw it like what what's that like she's so far we you know and she knows that's not gonna do anything but she was content to just do that and little more like she landed some leg kicks and then she'd throw some jabs um the scoring on that one was all over the place yeah right get every yeah. round to waterson every and round then, to aspire yeah very like, strange yeah some it, people called it a robbery i would i no, it, it no, wasn't like, a robbery because neither fighter really you know they didn't make their mark they didn't put their stamp on that fight Mm-hmm. Um, so even though I wanted the Karate Hottie to win, I wasn't annoyed that she didn't. I was like, well, you should have done more. Like in situations yeah. like that, if you lose, you know, you've only got your, yourself to blame. That's uh, it. It didn't even feel like point fighting. It felt exactly like you said, spar, where they were just fighting not to lose rather than to do anything to catch the attention of the judges. Um, but yeah. So that was uh, yeah, we were four for four at this point with our bets. Um, yeah, we, were hit, we were running high on that. And then uh, we went for the underdog in the next fight. So, yeah, Elenic versus Vadum. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we were citing ring rust on that pick, weren't we? Well, one, we yeah. don't like Vadum, but two, we were also like, it. he's been out for heart, ages. Heart and slight brain. Yeah, that's uh, it. So we just thought it was, yeah, kind of the safer bet in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was an ugly, scrappy affair where Vadum didn't really look like himself, but we expected that. Yeah, the stand-up game, um, Manic, ha- completely battered him. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, even though it was like undisciplined and there was a lot of just swinging, yeah, it yeah, worked. Yeah. Did the job. Yeah. He, he busted him up. Um, there wasn't as many submission attempts as I expected. There was from Vadum. He had a couple of like Kimura and, and a few yeah. other things he was going for. Elenic uh, didn't really try much, but then I guess if you are having success on the feet, mm-hmm. he, he was more than content to, to stick exactly. with that. Yeah, uh, so he had success on the feet, and then surprisingly, he didn't go for a takedown at all. Elenic no. had zero takedown uh, yeah. attempts, which just yeah. surprises me because how much of it was on the ground, but they were all Vadooms, and uh, Vadoom just couldn't put it away, so he had no answer, really. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it was fun enough. It was fun enough. Uh, didn't, yeah. didn't budget it. Yeah. It was cool to see Lennon get a win. And as you said, we had money on that. So, yeah, yeah it kept going. That. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then we get on to the ESPN featured prelim, um, which I was predicting was going to be a sad, short-lived 
fight yeah it that's it. before it really right, started it and it was the opposite it was pretty much what you said where you said it could be uh, one of the fights of the night mm-hmm. and I, yeah i'd say it was in terms of the emotional stakes as well as the the actual in cage action uh great fight so great close. fight yeah good to see that donald Cerrone's still got some in the tank and a chin um, and a chin which we just didn't expect because we know pettis can crack yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's not a pillow hand fighter um but yeah no great great back and forth both men showed a ton of heart um it was just cool to see the eye poke was obviously unfortunate uh, right at the between, end though wasn't it yeah yeah so, exactly right at the end yeah um the scoring it was a case of volume over damage i guess uh, yes. sorry no damage over volume um, well, we ran, he, um, well pettis did land more strikes overall but oh he did did he yeah so he what, round by it, round or just in the fight total, total. yeah total okay. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think even he was quite surprised to to get it because when they called his name, he looked over his shoulder and was like, he went, I'll, hey, take I'll, it. "I'll take that." Yeah, uh, which is a level of honesty you don't. I gave it to him. You, yeah, you did give it to but, him. I was unsure. I think yeah, maybe it's one of those where you're happy either way. Exactly. He, he, yeah. yeah. So if if the judges gave it to Cerrone, I would go oh, robbery. I'm like, I can see that. Yeah. yeah, you can see it both ways. Well, I was just over the moon that it was a good fight. Yeah, exactly. I did mm. not expect that. I thought they were just putting in two names just to have names on the prelims. Uh, and yeah, not really being all that concerned with the amount of damage that Cowboy's taken uh, in recent years. Uh, but no, for, as far as I'm concerned, he proved that he's still got some more in him. Uh, and yeah, it just made me feel better about his future. Um, and yeah, Pettis obviously has now got uh, two wins over Cowboy, which is not going to hurt Legacy at all, is it? No, exactly, yeah. So that was great. Uh, and then we moved on to the main card. The Greg Hardy. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm. Should we move on? <laughs> <laughs> it was a frustrating one, man, because, like, Buzz. we obviously were, were rooting Castro, although we bet we bet Hardy there, right? Yeah, we did, yeah. yeah. We bet Hardy because... Still on a roll at this point. We've not lost a bet at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We've bet Hardy, but we're definitely been happy to lose it here. But yeah, no, we uh, Greg Hardy managed to put it out of the bag. Well, the leg kicks definitely were doing him in. Mm-hmm. Um, the Castro was landing some decent leg kicks. Then he busted his toe or whatever happened. That's right. Yeah, he never with his toe. And... Again, but didn't yeah, do anything else. He, yeah, that was it. I he annoyed me so much mm-hmm. in that in those in that final round. Because this is where there was the was it the final round where in between the rounds he got he basically cut his corner mat off, got up before the time, walked across the cage to fist bump Greg Hardy. Yeah, we thought he was going to give up. Yeah, I was we thought like, he just gave up, and then does he do it? And then didn't throw a punch after that because of his toe or his foot. And I was like, yeah, absolutely bizarre. He sort of quit without quitting. Yeah, uh, basically, yeah. He knew. He was done. Well, he wasn't done. He was bloody won round one. Like, ah. (laughs) It was a fight that he easily could have won, uh, but just didn't have it in him for whatever reason, be it heart or the, the, yeah, the pain was more than he let on for whatever reason. Uh, He he didn't have it to to steal it. Mm. Yeah, exactly. 100% shut down and let Greg Hardy do enough to, to win in the eyes of the judges um and then yeah as i said he hardly heard um dc's commentary yeah uh, 
to the leg kick, which Check obviously is what <laughs> get him in. Uh, Another uh, yeah. benefit of the big crowd, isn't it? No crowd. You're being silent. You can you can hear the commentators and yeah, not only your corner, but the actual commentators. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're gonna fight? have to call upon someone else to make us happy and finish Greg Hardy. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Uh, well, yeah, he's in, yeah. I mean, he's gonna stick around. The fact that he keeps winning, or even when he doesn't, like doesn't embarrass himself. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna keep him round, uh, and mm-hmm. in a way that's good because you know it's coming. Like the day is coming where they go, you know what? Give him Ngannou, and he just gets destroyed. Yeah. Um. Or yeah. I'm Steve, hoping that's Dana White's secret plan. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> moving on, then we then went into the Jeremy Stevens fight. Versus Calvin Qatar. Stevens was the only guy who failed to make weight. He was like five pounds over. Yeah. Uh, four and a half still, pounds. Still, I reckon this was uh, this was fight of the night for me. What the whole card? Yeah, this was great. I absolutely loved it. Yeah. No. Okay. Fair. Uh, mm. Yeah. It's, it's one. It's definitely one it's of close. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, it was close as you can say when someone got knocked the, the fuck out <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah. up to that point it uh, was really competitive but yeah no it was really uh, good it was a really really good fight you could tell both men really wanted it like jeremy exactly. stevens i think was a bit annoyed at himself for not making weight so wanted to go out and improve something yeah uh, but calvin guitar just looks so crisp and mm-hmm. uh, uh that finishing move where like when you actually watch it in slow motion it's insane because he the can elbow, see yeah exactly he can see steven's throw and he can see from how close he is to him that he can extend his fit, uh, arm to punch him so instead he brings it down which brings the elbow forward and just connects beautifully on the on the jewel and just That's puts it. him out but like in slow motion you're like well that was quite fast that how, how he made that read in real time it's like half a second like the way he just read the body movement, the mm-hmm. body language of Stevens, and went, nope, I need to pull this down, and did it, and got the knockout. You're like, oh man, when you get well, to it, that level where it's intrinsic and it's just instinct, it's beautiful to watch. That's why we watch it. Yeah, that's it. It even caught the ref off guard because Jeremy Stevens took a second elbow, which he definitely did not deserve. <laughs> <laughs> That uh, messed his up, messed his oh, forehead yeah, up. Oh yeah, split him right open, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> Poor uh, guy. Oh god, but yeah, no, I agree with you. Very good fight. Um, and was that the first? That was like the first finish in a while, wasn't it? Um, by that point. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah, it was cool to see. Uh, and then we went on to the the big boys, literally Big E boy versus uh Ngannou. We were bigging up Rosenstreich. We were like, mm, this guy's going to be trouble. It's going to be close. And then the guy who proved us wrong. <laughs> it's just weird. With like 20 seconds, he just absolutely bum-rushed him. Because yeah. he now knows if he lands, you're done. He knew that anyway. but like He did, but Stipe took that away from him. This is it. This is, what kind of Stipe did is mm. show that if you don't take me out immediately, you're in trouble. Yeah, and that kind of changed his style a little bit. But then mm-hmm. he's gotten back into the the rhythm of things, and he is taking people out immediately. So he's he's kind of abandoned that, and there is no real like his chin is up in the air. He's running forward. There's like his arms oh, was, are behind wild. him. Yeah, there's no discipline there at all. It is as you said. He just goes, I can throw any punch from any angle, and if it hits you, 
you're going especially if i'm running at you because he's literally yeah. running you're going down um and yeah That's it's just so frustrating for rosenstrike just exactly man yeah uh, uh, yeah you know he's thinking that why don't i shoot for a takedown and why don't i step mm-hmm. to the left or step to the right but when someone that big that powerful is running at you your fight and flight kicks in and unfortunately most heavyweights they are fighters so they think fuck you i'm going to swing back and that is and that's it that's leaves yourself the, wide yeah, open exactly. yeah what the Bang. do um you can't well, really it's... call it a good fight it was no. a it was a it's another highlight you can't call it a fight <laughs> exactly <really>. <laughs> it was <laughs> Uh, it was yeah, just, it was just an assault. Yeah, yeah, it was just an assault in the cage. <laughs> um, uh, was, well, what's was, next for Naganu then? Well, I assume is I assume is a title shot. Like, I, yeah, I don't know what's going on with Stipe? Do you think Stipe is going to fight Naganu or DC? No, I mean if Stipe comes back uh, in a reasonable amount of time, then they'll do Stipe versus is DC. But Dana seems so like adamant about stripping him. That I think if he doesn't sign a contract soon, like literally in the next two weeks, that they will just announce DC versus Ngano. Because did Ngano even get hit? No. No. So he needs like no. a bit of a break and then just off on a plane to Fight Island and, and he's good to go. Like, so yeah, they can easily do that. And I think because Dana knows that he's got a bit of a budding superstar in his hands, um, because Ngano is. But one of the things is so cool about him is he's that brutal. And then you get him on the mic and he's like the chillest, most soft spoken. Sounds like a bloody a- ASMR guy. <laughs> His voice is so soft and calm. You're like, oh, OK, which makes him even more terrifying. But, yeah, I, I genuinely think they've got a star in their hands there. Uh, Dana's eager to pull the trigger on him and, and get him a belt or at least get him another shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, if Stipe doesn't doesn't sign on the dotted line soon they'll be doing DC versus Ngannou, uh, which is a very dangerous fight for DC. I know. Yeah, I'd be terrified if I was DC, if I'm honest. Right, because like... I, I, I'd maybe consider retiring. <laughs> that's what I mean. Because like the Stipe fight, yeah. really, I think we all kind of can probably admit that as good as Stipe is, he got beat in the first one handily, and in the second one, he was getting outclassed for three rounds, and then DC was like, I don't need a wrestle and then got knocked out now mm. he's always going to be in that fight if they do that again you could be confident that dc could pull off that victory and retire as a champion yeah exactly. if they give him in ganu i'm like oh I then know. he could just take him down he's Ngannou's massive man like taking <laughs> he is but humble johnson down who was the other big puncher that he fought Mm-hmm. Like that's a different like he used to fight a welterweight at one point but Nganu can't be anything but a heavyweight like he is an absolute tank um i'd be i'd be worried for dc i would be worried for dc yeah especially um with his latest losses all being like knockouts yeah. i mean does dc uh, have he yeah. knockout, and then yeah there's stipe losses stipe yeah that's it we've seen him take an absolute like punch from uh from rumble yeah, well, was it? Like, I think he got his nose broken by like a head kick, didn't he? Yeah, bite straight back up. Exactly. But yeah, different fight, but getting hit by this man. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, cool. Like I said, I can't call it a fight, but another cool moment. Uh, certainly builds his his legacy. Uh, certainly builds his reputation as an absolute killer. Uh, and I think yeah, everyone now wants to see him fight for the title. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
which then takes us to what some people are calling controversial. Um, no, I did not at all. Not us, no. No, because it wasn't even close. Henry Cejudo versus Dominic Cruz. Uh, sorry to cut you off there. Yeah, carry on, mate. Yeah, no, I've had no issue with. To be fair, I have no issues with any of the stoppages in this whole card. How did I? I mean, um, there were some people that the commentators were even saying there's some questionable decisions. And I think I had no issues with anything. Uh, what did um, I? And this one specifically, Dominic Cruz at the end, he just couldn't let it go. He couldn't say you got dropped and you took mm-hmm. repeated punches to the head. Yeah. 11 unanswered punches to the head and ref calls it and he's saying well i was getting up yeah even though if you were getting up the ref's job is to save your life suhudo was on you barraging you with punches you made no attempt to actually block the punch even if you were getting up you would have just probably got dropped again um i I have no issues with what that ref did and i i feel dominic cruz should should have just let that go Mm -hmm. congratulate suhudo well then Um, obviously the thing he did after and the only reason why I'm like, this is weird, is because when he lost to Garbrandt, he took it like an absolute champ. And he went to the press conference with his sunglasses on because his face was battered. Yeah. Uh, and he just basically put it all on himself and was like, I was outclassed. It was better here. I didn't have a, a backup game plan or anything. He just took it all. Whereas this one, he accused Keith Peterson of smelling of booze. He accused the ref of being drunk on the job unbelievable and yeah. i'm like if well one if you if that was true you'd be taking that to the commission go and get this fight overturned because like that can't stand if that was mm. true and if it's a lie fuck you dominic cruz like what the hell that's a man's job and reputation like i yeah very weird i mean the knee he looked done from the knee it's, yeah. it looked like he had a stroke like the that slow motion of him going down his fucking mouth is on the side of his face you're like yeah he, he's done mm-hmm. uh and then Sahudo follows it up as he should do and would do uh as you said 11 unanswered punches and not one of them was blocked and there was no attempt to block it uh and the only time he started to actually stand is when the ref is already jumping in which you'd assume Sahudo can feel that and therefore eases up yeah exactly yeah so, it, it was no like i said it wasn't even close up to that point no i didn't where... think he was particularly in the fight like what success no. did he have yeah exactly um as much as i like dominic cruz he did annoy me with that at the end i just thought mm-hmm. let suhudu have his time um and then suhudu pulled a surprise out on us yeah by retiring that shocked right that shocked me. i mean if you were well i mean you were saying that win lose a draw it would be dominic cruz retiring and exactly. It went, went the other way. Completely stole his thunder. Yeah. yeah <laughs> That's indeed. probably why he was so annoyed. Say, hey, uh, let's just about to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Really weird. Um. I don't know how I feel about it because there's like on the one hand he's put together an absolute great run in terms of wins. Exactly. Yeah. And then the, on the, the other names, hand, there's a the load of asterisks. There's like a load of actresses. I cannot apparently can't pronounce that word. Um, but there's a lot of things you can say about, okay, well, this win, there was a weight-drained Dillashaw. Cruz obviously was coming back from, from four years or three years. Um, it's just a Mighty Mouse. Like, you could argue that he Mighty Mouse won the fight. Um, 
And then the whole time when he was asking for Aldo, when he was asking for Cruz, when he was asking for these like names, yeah, there was legit killers in the division who were on winning streaks that he didn't want to fight. Well, like and Peter now, Yan and yeah. exactly, and Aljamain Sterling. Mm-hmm. Now that he's beat Cruz and Aldo probably isn't around for a little while, he's like, I'm gonna go be a real estate agent. And they're like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So but at the same time, he is a phenomenal fighter. Um, I think well, yeah, like he uh, beat Moraz, who's, who's the number one contender. He's beat Dominic Cruz. Yeah. I mean, DJ, uh, TJ Dillashaw, he's mm-hmm. been some absolute greats and he's cemented his legacy. And I feel that he's probably just looked at the competition and thought, well, I could lose to those guys. There's no win for him there at all. No, I mean, he's he's a gold medalist. He's He's a champ in two divisions. uh, And I get the impression he's just not getting paid like a great deal um, because the lower weight classes are unfortunately just not a draw, no matter who you are, really. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's, yeah, he's 33. He's got other prospects. Uh, I was sad to see him hang him up as much as I think he's a cringy, cheesy character. He's a good fighter. He's a good fighter. uh, Yeah. And that's what the UFC needs, good fighters. Um, so, yeah, overall, it probably wasn't a great fight. It was, it kind of did go the way we predicted it, actually. It was a bit sad. Like, yeah. Cruz had his movement, but it didn't cause Cejudo any issues. It's like five, ten years ago, that awkward movement and that weird style was a problem. But now you just i mean it does it's more problems for cruz like the reason he got caught with the knee is because he was just massively leaning was off mm-hmm. balance and just lowered his head into the knee like yeah i just don't think it works anymore he was one of the one of the greats in that weight class his time it has been and gone um and i think he probably should should hang him up should retire yeah still surprising but yeah but okay, yeah, okay, fight. It was dramatic, um, but yeah, for me, nowhere near as dramatic as what was to come. Although I wouldn't have, I couldn't believe what I was seeing with the main event. Um, Tony Ferguson, the boogeyman of the division, versus Justin Gagey. Isn't it crazy? As the, the punching bag of the division. Exactly. We, we at this point we had got every fight correct. We were ten and ten leading up to this, mm-hmm. and uh, we were quite confident. Obviously, oh, yeah. with our pick of Tony Ferguson, as, as he was the favourite, he was uh, the obvious choice, and, uh, and once Austin, again, eight years or whatever the fuck it was, yeah, 12, 12 fight winning streak, mental, and um, once again, UFC prove that it's pretty much unpredictable. Yeah, well, this is what I was saying. This <laughs> is makes why our you fight so fights. hard. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. we we say stuff and then it happens, and it's basically UFC just saying. You don't know anything. The craziest thing is, obviously, we did our, our breakdown and I said what he needed to do. He did exactly, exactly what I said. Leg kicks throughout. Embrace the space. So don't go rushing in. Stay away yeah. from the clinch. Um, if you hurt him, like, don't rush in. Don't get overconfident. Don't give in to the fun. And like, he but did you all yourself of that. And you then I ended, yeah. But this is it. This is what I'm about to say. And I ended my whole thing with he needs to fight the perfect fight. And then I basically went, but he's not going to, is he? He's not going <laughs> to yeah. do that. So I'm like, it's all pie in the sky. Like, that's what he needs to do. That's not what he will do. And he went and did it. Like, what in, a fight he had. Insane. One mm-hmm. of the great performances of, of recent years. 
again, an absolute killer. Mm. Uh, You're always going to get the people that are now coming out the woodwork saying that Tony was overrated and, uh, but they can fuck off. Um, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not a chance. He's going to be still, he's going to be fighting for the belt. Yeah. You could argue he's one way away for the belt in the future. He's still a nightmare for anyone in that weight class. Um, and I don't even really think it was a case of like the the extra weight cut or the circumstances. The first two rounds, he was still Tony Ferguson. He was still doing Tony Ferguson things. Mm-hmm. Uh, throwing his legs, but it's just yeah, exactly. It was the damage. His movement just wasn't thing. there. Yeah, uh, exactly. And, and, and the one thing that surprised us, which I think was key with this, and I think Tony Ferguson was waiting for this, is that Justin Gaethje didn't tire. No. Well, because he, he has changed his style, because yeah. he isn't just going hell bent for leather all the time, he doesn't yeah, gas as quickly as he does. Yeah. And uh, Trevor Whitman, his coach, um, is just unbelievable. Like he, everything he was saying was exactly what Justin needed to hear at the time he needed to hear it. Like after the second or third round, he said you need to just take about ten percent off those punches because you're putting everything into them. The guy's clearly not going to go down. Like his chin mm-hmm. is insane. Oh my um, god, he... his chin is insane. <laughs> oh, that was the most surprising thing. How can a human being withstand those? that absolute barrage of punches for five rounds and with the no crowds you could hear how damaging they were yeah wow. it even dropped did he even drop him i, t- I sent you a text message as a joke saying you didn't get me down ray like that's exactly what it was like it was like the raging bull he just wouldn't drop yeah crazy <laughs> it was too tough for his own good man mm. because it went from being like man this guy's got a chain is keeping him in the fight to, man this guy's got a chin i wish he didn't and would just go down so this could be over because it's horrible like mm-hmm. when he started to like visibly shake after punches and like make weird noises and blow air and spit onto the floor and like turn and walk away exactly i, I was like oh god this is horrible he just took an absolute beating but wouldn't let himself quit He's just yeah. no quitting him at all. Too tough for his own good, yeah, isn't he? Too tough for his own good. But anyway, sorry, going back to, to Trevor Whitman in the corner. Um, at the end of round four, Gagey sits down and he's just got this big smile on his face and he's loving it. Um, and Trevor Whitman says to him, the last time you last time you let yourself have fun, um, you got stopped. And then Gagey like, snaps back to reality and goes, twice, yes, sir. And is back in the fight. And like, mm-hmm. as soon as I saw that, I was like, shit, there ain't no hope for, for Tony. Like, you kept saying, take him down. And I was like, yeah, like, at least try your. That your was where he went wrong. Yeah. Yeah, he was just, just willing just try to, it. to didn't, trade. Didn't was, do a takedown to, uh, attempt that whole fight. Surprised no. me. I thought, in, in after three rounds, if you get an absolute smacked around, even four rounds getting smacked around, just attempt it. Yeah. Just just to make Gage think, well, this is this is now a threat. He's gonna now come like he didn't even have to be successful. Just put it out there. Just potentially put him off. But he didn't. Yeah. Um we see this quite a lot in fights where a guy I don't know if it's pride or just sees red. Even Daniel Cormier says it's so hard at that moment to think about taking someone down because it feels so good to knock someone out. Well, the difference is with those fights is that they were having success before. So like Daniel Cormier, 
the first three rounds of the Stipe rematch, he's messing him up on the feet and he's seeing the damage on get on Stipe's mm-hmm. face. So that's why he doesn't want to wrestle. But with Ferguson, yeah. Gagey looked untouched. But there was obviously that tweet going around where it was like Tony Ferguson looks like he's been in a fight with Tony Ferguson. He looked yeah. like that screenshot of all of his opponents after yeah. he fought him. Well, he did. He did drop him with that uppercut. Yeah, in, but that's where we ranks. thought it was going to turn, wasn't it? Yeah, like, exactly. Thought, but it okay, didn't. No, mm. we thought Gagey's had his two rounds. He's just got dropped. Maybe he's now feeling a bit tired, which is why he got caught, perhaps. Uh, and this is where, yeah, Tony's going to now start to lay hands on him, start to set traps, start to hit him with the elbows. Um, and none of it happened. Just got battered. Uh, and the dream of Tony Ferguson versus Habib died. Yeah. And I said... I want Tony Ferguson to win because I feel he is the biggest challenge to Habib. And now, now Justin Gagey is putting a performance in like that. I have to eat my words. I don't feel, I, I feel Tony Ferguson is the biggest threat to Habib, but I kind of wrote Justin Gagey out. And I, yeah. I feel now that fight, I, I'll be really, really excited to see that happen. Oh, me too. I mean, I, I know why you said, Ferguson was the the bigger threat because he's got stuff off his back. Like, yeah, we've but seen that from him. He's an all American wrestler, Justin Gagey. He's he always is. said it. He's always he's always picked himself up against uh, Habib. I've never seen it. I've never seen a performance like he's put in to show me that he could stand with one of the best lightweights ever. And yeah, he definitely did. He just did. Uh, he, just yeah. did. he just beat the shit out of one of the best lightweights ever exactly um yeah. and it was such a mature performance which is not what you expect from him really mm-hmm. yeah had um, he not just knocked him out in the first round yeah i wouldn't be here saying it but no. he had that performance round after round after round yeah was it a great fight i mean i think it it, it was because it was as i said the drama unfolded it was, it was exactly. like couldn't really believe what you were seeing but yeah Yeah. i'm not sure if it's one that i'd ever really want to watch again um as someone who likes both men like yeah it was great as a as a gagey fan yeah but as a as a tony fan that last round in particular where it yeah it just started to react like there was something really wrong um, not not if prior to the fight, it was solely from the damage done in the fight. Uh, but yeah, he didn't have an answer for anything. And everyone had kind of spoken about how Gagey was one-dimensional. But it's like, well, when you do that one thing that well with that much power, oh, that's it. Yeah, you don't really need much more. Mm-hmm. And say what you want about Habib, and obviously he will wrestle him, and that's a completely different fight. As they say, every fight starts on the feet. Mm-hmm. So and he's if, got a chance. If Justin no? can, yeah, exactly. If Justin can use his uh, his wrestling background just to stay on the feet, mm-hmm. just stop the takedown. Um, I know Habib is one of the most strongest human beings in the world. <laughs> yeah. And once he's got to grab you, it is, I can imagine, probably the most impossible task in the world. But but we did, like I said, there's a reason why they fight the fights. We were writing mm-hmm. Tony off. Uh, sorry, we were writing Justin off. Uh, and I'm saying that as like a huge Justin fan. Even I was like, he needs to fight the perfect fight. And I'm not sure if he's got it in him. Yeah, and exactly. He showed that he has. 
Um, and going in against Habib, you'd hope he'd have a full training camp um, and the circumstances would be closer to, to normality. Uh, and yeah, who knows? We could be in store for another upset, uh, which would be mental. As far as Tony goes, assuming that Gagey is getting uh, Khabib next, what do you want to see from Tony? A, a long layoff, I assume, but uh, when he does come back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's got, obviously you got rushed to the hospital with a broken arm ball. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how messed up his leg is. Yeah, true. Um, Poirier? I don't know. Yeah, I, um, I wouldn't even mind seeing him go a bit lower than that. I wouldn't mind seeing him fight like... Um, even Connor, that'd be great. Dan Hooker? like Dan Hooker, yeah, like, Paul Felder. Yeah, yeah maybe yeah. someone kind of mid-pack. Mid, mid Mm. Uh, Connor. I don't think that's. If he was going to fight Connor, I'd like to see it be like a long time after. Like one is horrible to to hear a heal. I don't want any kind of lingering effects taking him out from a punch. Um, I do. I would like to see that fight one day because there is a lot of questions around it, like how it would go. The same with Habib. Uh, I just really hope that he's got enough left in him because like that's the type of fight that could take years off your career. Um, so I hope that he's got enough left in him to to fight Connor, to fight Habib, and then maybe call it a day. Yeah, I definitely I want to see him fight anyone that leaves the Habib fight. Yeah. Even if even if Justin so Justin Gagey versus Habib is definitely next. If Justin wins. You could argue Tony Ferguson would be. Yeah. After that, that's true. Obviously, that that's probably going to be within the time period of him recovering from this fight. Um, yeah. Mm. Yeah, we just got to see, haven't we? It's going to be one of the great unanswered questions. It's going to be bloody GSP Anderson Silva. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, which would just be heartbreaking. And as we said in the last episode, like Tony just deserved it. He deserves his chance to prove it and it wasn't for him well for us maybe it wasn't about the belt it was literally styles make fights and that particular matchup we just wanted to see uh and i feel that it is a bit of a gutter that we now may not yeah exactly yeah as much as i'm over the moon for justin and as much (laughs) as that performance should be celebrated i think now we're having this chat my main takeaway from ufc 249 is I'm just gutted for Tony Ferguson. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But I loved it. I'm glad it's back. Oh, man. It's crazy. Absolutely mm. insane. Insane card. Uh, absolute blast watching it live. Forgot how much I, I, how much I missed it. And I already knew I missed it. But yeah, when it was back on, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, yeah, fantastic. Um, and one of the things about the no crowd situation is it kind of like reminds you that for a lot of these guys, it is kind of just about, can I beat this man in front of me? And it's more of just a a privilege that we get to witness it. Mm -hmm. Like you kind of get the impression, especially that main event, they would have done that anywhere, Like they would have done it in the car park outside the stadium. Guys, it's shut down. Exactly. Yeah. They just wanted Mm -hmm. to know for themselves. Uh, and as M.A. Mark often says, like, yeah, it's just a privilege that we get to watch it. So all the hoopla surrounding it, you know, you forget all about that. Once that cage door closes, you remember what the sport is. Um, mm-hmm. And that card really, really showed it, even if Greg fucking Hardy was on it. 
Uh, so yeah, I haven't really got anything else to say. There's a load of stuff about Conor McGregor, but I can't be fucking bothered to talk about him. He was going off on on Twitter. Um, yeah, suddenly, with and, yeah, mm. exactly. No, actually, I do want to say what Habib did on Twitter with Tony Ferguson. I have cool. mad respect. Um, he said to Tony Ferguson, "When your son grows up, he's going to be proud of you." And I thought, wow. Yeah. Did not expect cool. that. What? Yeah. So, yeah that is cool well that's funny. what i mean as i think i like to think that he saw that people were suddenly jumping on him it's like he was overrated he was a bum the people yeah. he beat were past it yada yada and i think even habib knows that's bollocks he He's recognized like, his talent no, no. yeah exactly I mean? yeah, that game is recognized game and he yeah. was like, no no that man is a killer he went on a 12 fight win streak mm-hmm. uh, yeah the last time he lost henry cejudo hadn't even had a professional fight and the guy <laughs> tired it's um, mad, isn't it? Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, there yeah. you go. But yeah, like I said, I can't. News and notes, we won't bother with. The big news is it's back, and not only is it back, but it was great. And that's it for me. Yeah. Yeah, man. Right. Until uh, the next one. Until the next one, where I guess we'll break down Wednesday and Saturday's card because there's two two more yeah. this week. And uh, answer some fan questions. So yeah, if you've got any questions for us, <laughs> um, at us at we, don't, we don't get any fan questions. We'll ask. Uh, I might make a load of fake Twitter accounts and just start sending <laughs> questions. Uh, all right, cool. Well, I'll catch you later, guys. All the best. Cheers. Bye. Cheers, Ed.